What's going on, everybody? We're going to start with the podcast shout out. This episode's podcast shout out is the Victims and Villains podcast, hosted by Captain Nostalgia. If that sounds familiar to you, maybe you're listening to a Collateral Cinema movie podcast and you heard him on our Christmas episode on The Grinch. That's right. It was a lot of fun to have Captain Nostalgia on the Grinch episode, and they do a lot of good work with their podcast. They they mainly focus on mental health issues, and they use pop culture kind of to as a catalyst for talking about those issues. So it's an important podcast, and you should definitely check them out. Yeah, I definitely like the idea of marrying pop culture, especially film culture, and suicide prevention. So it's a really great cause. It's a great podcast. I've been listening to all the Star Wars episodes and you know preparation for this podcast. I did the uh, they did an episode on the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, Last Jedi, and the Rise of Skywalker. So anyway, check that out. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And also be sure to check out the resources that they have available on their show notes. It's very important. Uh, resources, especially if you have any suicidal ideations or anything like that. Like, definitely check out their resources. You guys, life is worth living. So, uh, if you need help, get help. Definitely. And that being said, on with the show. I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. I'm Megan Gardner. And I'm Alan Gomez. I'm Robert Ortegon. This is Collateral Gaming. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. We are podcasting straight from San Antonio, Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast. So whatever you have, be it blunts, bongs, dabs, joints, etc., smoke it if you've got it. First things first, we've got a couple of very special guests on this episode for the very first time in the podcasting world. Yes, sir. We have Miss Megan Gardner. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> and Alan Gomez. Hey, guys. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves and your, I guess, um, contribution to the world of gaming. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Ladies first. Okay. Um, I've been a gamer for a long, long time. Um, I remember growing up and watching... Big sister play friggin', you know, we'd all sit down after homework, you know, after school and everything, and we would watch them play through sequences of story games, and that was, like, one of my biggest things growing up, so naturally, I've always been a gamer, and it's it's definitely different, you know, being a female in the gaming world and, you know, going to cons and shit, but it's definitely a lot of fun, and uh, I've definitely been wanting to do something like this where I can actually, you know, be a female contributor to a lot of these big podcasts and stuff like that. So. That's what I like to see. But you're not a real gamer girl. Uh, Please don't make me vomit on the mic. <laughs> are, are you an e? Are you an e girl, Megan? No, God, that's no. What matters. No, I'm just kidding. All girls that play video games are gamer girls. Yeah, just some of us are more stupid than the others. Fair, Fair enough. enough. <laughs> some of us sell bathwater. <laughs> Goddamn. What about you, bro? Uh, got sucked into it early. You know, watching my brother. Played Super Nintendo with the 
controller unplugged, thinking I was playing kind of thing. And then Hell we, yeah. <laughs> that's a rite of passage, really. So, um, yeah, just kind of picked it up, you know, just like everyone else. Just something to connect with people and easier to make friends. And, you know, there's no problems. Well, hmm. Gaming community has less problems in the real world. <laughs> Honestly, though, uh, not some of those group chats. And you shit. gotta be careful. Well, you had to be a real hard. You gotta to join the Christian Modern Minecraft Warfare, servers. Modern oh, Warfare, God. you know, public chats, but yeah, right. Where you're getting absolutely slaughtered, and you're just sitting there like, I just want to shoot some people, man. <laughs> Please stop telling me you're gonna kill my mom. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna fuck your mother. I'm gonna fuck your mother. <laughs> yeah, these little thirteen-year-old kids, like, what the fuck? Get out of here. <laughs> I've had sex five times. Good for you, man. Yeah, you, you jerked your little little two incher off a couple times. <laughs> Goddamn, my lord! <laughs> I, have you seen those videos of those crazy kids, those Minecraft kids, just breaking their computers, you know, because of fucking Minecraft, you know? Yes. Goddamn. What's that? Uh, it's uh, where they his mom or brother deleted it as an account or whatever, and he just freaks out and shoves the remote up the his remote ass. up yes. his ass. Yes. Steven, oh, Steven, <laughs> Steven, bro. Yes, we saw that oh guy. He's God. so funny, dude. Have you seen all of his videos? They're crazy. They're insane. Like he has tried to shove so many things up his asshole. It's not funny. <laughs> and he burns the Christmas tree on Christmas. Yes, yeah. and he yells at his brother. He beats up a car that his parents got him for free. Yep. And it was like a shitty ass <laughs> car. It wasn't that bad, but they still like we got you a new car. And no, then he's like, no cars. What the fuck is this? And he beats <laughs> it with a bat. <laughs> crazy motherfucker. That kid's a genius though, because you Steven know he's chill. He's probably rich now. Oh, probably. Probably yeah. loaded from those gamer chill. Of Gamer chill. Well, Steven is the mastermind behind it, from what I've yeah, heard. Yeah, he is. Apparently, it's all like a lot of, it's all planned, supposedly. Mm. B- but the we The beginning of scripted YouTube. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, actually, almost everything's kind of going scripted now. It's kind of why I like the podcasting format, right? You know, it's kind of more of a free market for the time being. Right, because, well, this is so good. We're, we're so off the hook. I mean, we, we're bullshitting, and we haven't even talked a damn thing about what we're supposed to talk about yet. No. Nope. We haven't. But it doesn't matter because this is a podcast we yeah well podcast we is more like i'm hanging out with my buds and then you see people on youtube like i shoved my girlfriend's car into the ocean <laughs> and bought her a new one like what, what? are you even what yeah. is this click why, why no, clickbait why no are you, you did not everything? no you wait, wait, no you did not i cheated on my wife with my ex-girlfriend get out <laughs> stop What's going on, guys? Smash that like button. Go buy my merch. <laughs> Don't forget yeah, to exactly. hit that subscribe bell. God, I can't stand it nowadays. You know, I just remember the early days of YouTube. Yeah, like PewDiePie, like the OG. Yes. He's, he left YouTube. Like my brain is blown. Oh my god. He's yeah. on hiatus. He's coming back. He's yeah, but hiatus. still, he left it for a he hot minute. It. He's yeah, got a wifey that he needs to consummate his marriage with. So whatever. True that. He does. Well, what about old YouTubers? Like, you know, Tabuskus, man. That was a real good one. We loved him. Old school he... Markiplier. Markiplier, dude. He was the shit. When he did, like, uh... when he wasn't fucking high on meth or whatever yeah. he's on. He's just... <laughs> Markiplier did, like, Five Nights at Freddy's. I remember seeing all those videos. They were so oh my goodness. I actually so got onto funny. Markiplier because of um his Dead Space walkthroughs. Dead Space. I saw I was watching him play that, and he's like, smashy, smashy, stomp by Marcia Clark. And I was just, like, dying the whole time. I was like, this is an interesting point of view. Like, this isn't PewDiePie. What the hell is this? <laughs> Markiplier was referenced in Subnautica, actually. He was. I heard about that. That was one of our uh, indie indie game reviews we did. Look at us calling back our old episodes like bosses. We're already calling back. So yes, sir. Call and back. we haven't even talked about what we're supposed to talk about. What it's the okay. Fuck? Tangents. Podcasts. See, it's worth That's it. That's the point. Fun. And you know what? We have another little digression before we before we start talking about the, the meat of this podcast. We have a little segment we like to call Collateral Gaming News. News. 
uh, we're going to turn it over to Megan and Alan for this one. Oh, okay. Um, so I just was recently scrolling through Facebook, um, and I think it was Upcoming Games was the one that shared it. They saw that um, BioWare has been talking about dumping a bunch of new content and um, launching some new, I guess, developments into the storyline and the play style of Anthem, the game that just failed so terribly and we had so many so such many hopes. high hopes such oh, high man. hopes um so yeah that was definitely an interesting one to read because like i remember i was like yeah i bought anthem i'm gonna play this shit and i finished the game in two days i was like i was oh, so okay. excited for it. I, I was, was so like, excited this is the new titanfall this is gonna be badass this is like halo titanfall and free world meet like and then they just let GTA. you down huh? and then and then, and and then i was crying in my bed shit on it and fine. served it to us that sucks what do you I, got? i've been in that position it sucks what do you got? Um, as far as news, I mean, not really. I mean, I, I try to keep up with much as I can, but, you know, aside from, you know, the new consoles launching and some other games, I can't really. Yeah, um, I guess it's good to talk about, like, your PS5 that's coming out, your yep. new Xbox. Um, what is the, the project Scorpio name? Or what, what's the project name, Ash? It was Project... Xbox? Um, it's, it, it's Xbox Series X. Series X. That's mm-hmm. so what it's called. Oh, that's the official name. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the new design that they're going for with like with the, with the PS5 and the new Xbox? I think they released both, didn't they? They okay. The Xbox Series X has that like tower design. I think that's yeah. final, but uh-huh. the uh, the PS5 that's a concept. Yeah, that's still more mm-hmm. in the works, right? Yeah. Sony it. keeps it very tight lipped until right before they don't even release anything. I mean, they they're like that with their games well, too. Well, they weren't even mm-hmm. at E3 last year. Nope. They said, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> they no. knew better. Mm-hmm. They waited, too. They, they waited to did. see what Xbox had to offer, and they were like, all right. They're geniuses, dude. <laughs> uh, play, yeah. PlayStation knows a shit. So I mean, other than that, I mean, I've heard that there's more development on the cross-console play. It's just so hard because, like, Microsoft is, you know, based on Microsoft computer systems, and then you have right. this production company creating a console where it's like it, you can't just, like, A, B, C kind of thing. Like, it's, it's more of a complicated process, but I've heard that they're – um, they're a little bit deeper into the process of creating the cross console for everybody. Yeah, um, I'm definitely excited about the opportunities of, of cross console. I think that's that's the future. That's where gaming needs to go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you got games like Fortnite, which is one of the only few games in the world that has like crossplay features. For oh, yeah, even that was a big thing for Anthem too. Is they were hyping that shit up, hyping, and then right? nothing fucking happened, Damn. and I was so mad. You know, there's a lot of games in progress. Like for instance, I you know, of course, I talked about it, the fact that I play a lot of Apex. But they are planning on doing crossplay eventually, but they're not going to do what they call cross progression, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Meaning not allowing you to, like, for instance, keep the same account on each profile. You know, you have to have a different account for each console, which I'm honestly okay with because I feel like, I don't know, I, I don't, I think it's kind of important to have a different play style because Xbox players are like, honestly, it's a lot different gaming playing on it Xbox is. versus PC. Like, I played Apex on Xbox and it's like a whole new game. Like mm-hmm. I, it's hard to get used to the controls, get the whole system. Like PC is way more fast paced. Yeah, that's another thing so. is integrating those play styles. But exactly. also, like I know before I got my Xbox, um, my Xbox One, like going from the PlayStation, you know, I was pl- all PlayStation. You know, we're not allowed to have Xbox in this house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went from that to getting, you know, a 360, and then eventually a One. Um, so switching over from those two different types of play styles and. Um, watching that kind of, you know, as in my own personal, you know, gaming style. And then also like, you know, wondering how this is going to go. And especially as a PlayStation player, like, man, I want to play COD with everybody, yeah. but I got a fucking PlayStation. Like I can't play that shit on mm. this, on this lobby with you guys. 
unless I get a PC or an Xbox. And, you know, for some people, like, that's just not a possible thing. Like, they can't just dump $2,000 on, two new, you know, two new consoles. Right. And, you know, there are, you know, like, gamers, like, I, Ash and I were talking about this earlier, that, you know, like, they're all in on the storyline. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, Gears of War just came out. Oh, hey, you know, they're dropping this, you know, sequel for this game. It's like, oh, shit. Like, what am I going to do, man? I don't got $700 in my pocket right now. Like, no. Yeah, it, it's definitely hard for me because I, I do see some exclusives come out on the other console. And, I know. But well, like Halo, for instance, like, you know, like we are actually like pretty much, I, I, don't, I don't PlayStation exclusive, but we have our PS4 and we, that's our main console. We mm-hmm. have a 360, but like we, the only, if we ever get a one, it'll just be because like. We for some reason there was some reason we had to get a one. We get it. We're for not cheap gonna get the one now. We're gonna but get we're the not Series gonna, X. But yeah, now we're gonna get the Series X. So it's like there's no point in that shit anymore. But like I think the only thing good coming out of Xbox, like the exclusives, like Halo. No, the Gears, Gears series. Oh, you're right, Gears. I mean, obviously Gears. But Kate with that sniper. True. <laughs> but like PlayStation, man, the exclusives on that. Like I mean, you get games like The Last of Us that you just can't top. Like, that was just beautiful. We did a podcast on that, and we talked about that. And, and, and our next episode is also a, a next episode, uh, yes. PlayStation, PlayStation exclusive. exclusive. Uh-huh. But, uh, Spider-Man? Um, Spider-Man PS4? Spider-Man PS4. Oh, Fantastic man. example. But, yeah, I mean, gaming companies, get it together. Let's get cross... Let's, like, make cross-play a standard. Get that shit together. Please. <laughs> you know, um, exclusives are fine. That's always going to happen. But um, my actual little contribution to this uh, news segment. I guess before we kind of wrap it up wow, and actually still start damn. talking. <laughs> sort of. I, I, I had this I had this planned. All right. Well, I'm going to stretch it out. All right. I'm gonna, oh, well. I'm going to... You yeah. know what I mean? You stretch it out. Stretch it, it out. That's what she it's said. It's fine. Do what you got to do. The uh, the Sonic movie is breaking records. It's one of the like first legitimately good like video game uh, movie adaptations. Bullshit. Supposedly. I've heard that. I've Damn. heard that. But I mean, it's it's only because the internet like bullied well, the yeah, devs into making did. Sonic look the way he did. Uh, or and did now it's they? Like, and now it's like, you gotta go watch the movie because yeah. like everybody was out there like, screw that movie. We ain't gonna watch it. And yeah. Now it's like, he looks like the video game character and you're not gonna go pay $8 right. for them well, to, you know, make more movies like this. Like, you need to do that. Yeah. Well, Ash was saying, and you're right, like, or did they? Like, was this all a scheme? Like, what was this they're playing there from look the beginning? Look at the conspiracy over here okay. i wouldn't be surprised Honestly, if, though, if, like if they release it intentionally we discussed this on an earlier podcast they release an intentionally bad design just um, to hype it up on the internet right and mm-hmm. it just so people are like oh they're so good but, yeah, but look at it now like, but i mean it's huge it's yeah. like everybody's talking good about it apparently so i mean props they, they did something to something right right it's a revolution we we right. may see um you know i guess more more movie adaptations that are actually pretty good well, hopefully video more games. more situations like you know, devs and creators listening to the community. And yes. we need that more too. of that. And not that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I was actually listening to a to Pod Save America, um, and a podcast with John Favreau, who is this original speechwriter for Barack Obama. Um, they're a political podcast, so I don't want to get too much into it. John but John Favreau also created the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's a uh, there's a different jo- see that John Favreau is a different John Favreau actually. There's two what? Them there's out there. two John Favreaus. Burr. Yeah. There is a John Favreau who is the original speechwriter for Barack Obama, spelled the exact same way as the Marvel creator for all for what is it? what did he create all the Avengers? Uh, right? No, he did Iron Man. Iron Man, that's Iron right. Man Iron, Man. Iron Man. He was too. also happy and, in and Iron Man. He is Man. happy. Yeah. So totally different John Favreau, but anyway, I was listening to that podcast, and um, the reason I brought it up was because they they mentioned the idea of um, shit. What were we talking about? Sonic. No, it was before, after that. God listening damn it! Listening to the devs or listening devs to the and devs. Creators. Yeah, and so they're <laughs> listening to people, right? And so they're talking about when it comes to politics. You know, listening to the people, and it's important to like you know your people is your focus. You know what I mean? You want you want to fix America, whatever you want to do, but like you need to listen to your people. You know what I mean? And I think the the 
console companies and your, your, your video game companies are starting to kind of understand that now. You know, the movie industry, the Sonic, I mean, that, that was straight up listening to everybody online complaining about it. I was like mm-hmm. Reddit. That was all Reddit, right? And you know what? I think there's a game that did a great job, I think, of, of listening to fans and knowing what, what people want. Yes, sir. That was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Whoa. Topic of this podcast. Um, I say that because this is, I think, the Star Wars game that fans wanted, that fans needed. Um, I, probably the first legitimately like good Star Wars game since Coder. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly. We've lost. The Empire's hunting Jedi survivors. Now, they know who you are. I can't change the past. You trespass, Jedi. But I'm done hiding. Cal Kestis. You will always struggle. It's the choice to keep fighting that makes us who we are. But um, but yeah, no, that's our that's our topic today. We originally were going to do Battlefront, um, the reboot, which I played a little bit of it. It's all right, but um, we realized that this came out. Someone brought it to my attention um, that this game was happening and uh, that it was getting a lot of hype, and you know, so I, I kind of was like. You know, maybe we should do this, and I'm not disappointed that we did because Absolutely this not. is totally my style of gameplay. You know, it's the um, single player story driven game. Uh, it's action adventure, puzzle solving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got that um, that Zelda feel for me that I love. Yeah. You know, with you, the puzzle solving, you got to use your head. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not you can't just like button mash. You got to think. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah, there's no like point and shoot. It's no. like you actually have to figure out what's going on. Like timing. you can't just be stuck on this bridge. Like you got to figure whatever. out what to do. Right, you have to use your head. I mean, timing is. Oh God, that's important. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Perry, oh, Perry, Perry. <laughs> that's good. But um, yeah, this game was developed by Respawn Entertainment. Also, the creators of Apex. Yeah, mm-hmm. I figured you'd want to throw that in. Of course. Um, <laughs> and also, you know, controversially, you know, published by EA. <coughs> yeah, the reason for that being controversial is due to the fact that there's so many memes about EA just like upcharging all the in-app, in-game purchases and shit. But you have to buy like a bunch of shit just to get like you had to you had to buy your lightsaber in this one. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, I was surprised I didn't have to buy my lightsaber. Honestly, I had to fight with my to fist. You want your dual? Crystal. You want your dual saber? D- dual saber? All right, uh, that'll be seven ninety nine. But plus shipping and handling, <laughs> a month. A month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. have to subscribe to do this shit? I have to subscribe just to get my dual lightsaber? What the fuck? <laughs> and somehow, you know, this game kind of evaded that. I think EA kind of, well, from what I've heard, this game massively exceeded expectations. So EA kind of just like stepped back a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Kind of let them run free with their little creative minds back there. And it worked, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a Respawn Entertainment, of course, you know, this is the studio behind Titanfall. Uh, and like you mentioned, Apex Legends. Um, That's right. They are Titanfall, aren't yep. they? Damn. Mm-hmm. They will be developing Medal of Honor above and beyond. Ooh. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, and, you know, this uh, that studio was actually also founded by Jason West and Vince Zampella. You may not know those names, but you may know what they're behind. 
because they previously had co-founded Infinity Ward. Uh, okay. Thereby creating the Call of Duty franchise. Call of Duty, yep. Damn, bro. Alan's That's favorite. Infinity Ward, Treyarch. Yeah, dude. It oh, all man, comes Treyarch. full circle. Yeah, it all comes full circle. That's crazy. But um, but yeah, you know, despite EA, you know, actually being involved in this, because for some reason they own the rights to Star Wars video games, I, I guess. Um, <laughs> Weird how that works. Huh? I think they're a sub company of Disney somehow. I think Disney I bought out the rights so, to really? EA. Disney owns everything. You know what? They're gonna open their own. I'm not surprised. Soon. Yeah, but you know, at least Disney's kind of letting their filmmakers do their own thing for the most mm-hmm. part. That's true. They're just funding it. They're like, hey, make good movies so we can have money. Well, clearly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look what Ryan Johnson did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> not trying to talk shit, which you know it's controversial, but I mean they clearly gave him the creative liberty to do what he wanted to because we got the second movie that was so controversial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, but I mean, yeah, obviously no. if you don't know what I'm talking about that's the la- the, the last Jedi. No, the last Jedi. Yeah, everybody knows what you know. Of course, but well, you this know, is a Star, Star Wars podcast. Star Wars. Episode, you better, you better real. understand, right? All right. This is the way. This do is you the know way. the way? Do you know the way? I've spoken. I spit on I the fake spoken. queen. I am the captain now. Will you stop? You're just throwing in random quotes. We're talking about the Mandalorian. <laughs> what? This is great. <laughs> I, can, I can be Ugandan Knuckles if I want to be. God damn it. Where is the child? There you go. But um, but yeah, no Star Wars Jedi or uh, ugh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, a um, pleasant surprise. I want to say, um, you know, really the thing that that reeled me in, I guess, you know, starting out the game was how invested I got into the story and into the gameplay. You know, Within the first night of playing, uh, I immediately had gotten through the intro segment, um, the first <laughs> planet, Bogano, and started on Dathomir. Yep. Fuck Dathomir. <laughs> okay, maybe not Dathomir, fuck but fuck Dathomir. Dathomir. Yeah. Okay, this game gives you a little bit of creative liberty. It's an open map. I don't want to say open world, Mm-mm. but There's it, it, but it is an open, an open map. True that. Uh, it, it is an open map in, in the sense of you have, you know, like like your traditional Zelda games. You have your, um, you know, entire map that you can access at any time, but there is a linear progression through the story, and there's not really any side quests. It's Yeah, and in this game, a lot of stuff is blocked off due to, like, abilities you can have yes. and you upgrade later. So yeah, it's like it's not 100% open world. They have things blocked off, and, of course, there's locked doors you can't get through, which create shortcuts later to get you back. No more locked nice, doors. But yeah, dude, I hate the fucking locked door. You'll go up, oh, great, a door. Oh, fuck this shit. It's, it's locked, locked from the other, the other side. side. As a completionist, you will probably okay. hate it because it's you like, oh, it. you've discovered 25% of it. And then you're like, well, I have to go off world. Like, what am I going to do now? I know. It like, sucks because you, you get off a of Bogano and you're like, it's like nowhere near done. And you get off a of Zepho and you're like, there's like a whole massive planet to discover. What the fuck is going on? But not we'll even come Kashyyyk. back later. I don't even want to talk about Kashyyyk. I hate Kashyyyk, dude. That ice lighting, oh my God. If I have to ice light again, I want to beat somebody's ass. There wasn't even any ice sliding on Kashyyyk. No, it wasn't. It? On what was, it what was kind of sliding on, um, was that? Ice sliding was on Zepho. Zepho, yeah. that must have been what it was. Zepho is definitely the biggest uh, planet. It is the biggest yeah. out of the ones that you can. Kashyyyk, you, you slide too, though. You slide away from that bird, or towards that bird, I guess. Yeah, you slide there, away from the Night Sister. There is there so is much mud, but you never see any rain. Funny how that works. Oh, clear skies. Point. Whoa. It's like it's like the week I was in Seattle. Like there was no rain in Seattle, and everyone always talks about how it's raining in Seattle. Like I don't understand what. But what are you talking were about? Were you sleepless in Seattle? I was sleepless. Oh, I was partying, having a good time. Did I just make a movie reference, guys? <laughs> oh God, we on gotta go back to the podcast. other podcast. That's the wrong. That's the wrong podcast. Wrong, wrong cast. Shit. But um, but yeah, no. A lot of people have compared uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order to Dark Souls. Yes, I've heard really? that too. Hmm. That's the biggest comparison. Um, if you think about it, you've got you know your multiple save points mm-hmm. in the game, and whenever you die, you go back to the save point, and you then have to go fight the enemy that killed you to get your experience back. 
right. It's a little bit more forgiving in Dark Souls than, than Dark Souls is. Um, mm-hmm. You just have to attack the enemy once. But if you neglect to do that and you die, well, you lose all of your experience. Yep. But it, it does kind of also give you that little bit of a of a boost, you know, with the health and force, which is which is nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I want to say this game is quite a bit more forgiving than Dark Souls, but there's still that element. Do you guys feel that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now that you've like mentioned it, I can definitely pick that up. Especially like even the way that um, that cow walks up to the meditation spots. Right. Um, kind of yeah. is very very archetypal of that, um, and very very reminds me of that. Now that you mentioned it, like like walking up to the campfire and you're like son of a bitch, finally. <laughs> like it's it's the same thing with the meditation spots. You're just looking for that little circle on the ground. Yes. When you're out of when you're out of stims oh. and your your health is low, there's no other way to heal and. You're Fuck Let Dathomir. me get to a meditation circle. I don't want to talk about stims. I played the whole game with two stims, oh. and there's like ten. <laughs> we didn't even know you can get more until nope. like we had to look up a boss fight, and this guy was fighting. I don't know who was it, babe. It was the ninth sister. The ninth sister. Yep. He already probably had like four or five he's stims. Like, BD, and he's like six. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We have two. How do we? <laughs> what we're is like, going what on? What did we miss? And we were like trying to finish it for the podcast. So we were like, all right, um, I guess. I guess we're fighting Trilla with two stims. Um, yep, this is going to take a minute. There was multiple White Claws involved. Oh, <laughs> That's what I like to see. <laughs> Trilla took me a while, too. There were quite a few hard bosses. And, you know, late game, I ended up finally having to learn how to fucking parry. Parry! <laughs> parry. <laughs> P- parrying is essential. Yeah, that wasn't really important for me up until I would say also end game um, with that uh, that encounter with the ninth ninth yeah. sister. The ninth, yeah. sister ninth sister was 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 the first one that I realized how important pairing was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, just like in general, your your timing in general. That oh, yeah. fight, you had to really time everything because she she's got a few different stages and you don't know what the fuck's going on. You just get destroyed a few times and finally you start to understand. Okay, I can actually beat this. Wait, how the fuck do I dodge it when she throws the dual uh, lightsaber uh, at me? What do I do? Right. What do I do? Yeah. No, Brain hurdy. Yeah. Well, there were some crazy things. That's how I learned how to fight in that fight. Yeah. Like I thought much. I knew how to fight in that game. Nope. Not until you nope. fight her. <laughs> well, I can just do a three point saber slash. Right. Yeah. Nope. Right. Nope. No, sir. No. There's a lot more abilities you need to start using. Okay. I ran in a circle for a long time. Yes, <laughs> I did too, dude. I I died to her a bunch before I finally figured out her tricks. Yeah. Try, try going to Dathomir first off. Nope. Because the game gives you the option. It's mostly linear. Obviously, there are some collectibles. Mm-hmm. But but um, one interesting design choice is that, yeah, at the very beginning of the game, after you know you go to Bolgano, which in, is in some sense uh, a hub of sorts, I guess. Um, although, I guess the Mantis, your ship, is the actual hub. That's yeah. more of like your, your safe shores in, uh, in, in Subnautica. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? It's kind of like your area where it's like it's pretty safe there. It's, it's pretty it's, calm. It's your citadel. It's your citadel. Oh, there you go. Your I tower. Like Way to tie in in the A game. Good I job. I love it. I love it. I was smart. But um, thank yeah. you for using half of my uh, gamer tag. I appreciate you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Maybe we should start doing that, like posting our gamer tags at the end of episodes. I'm saying, man, because like I don't know about you guys, but I have some pretty funny commentary when I'm in the moment. I'm just like screaming, like I like I was talking with um Ash a little bit ago about playing Horizon. Like there's literally points where I'm just like, hey. Hey, <laughs> notice me, Game Senpai. And he's just like dying because it's just in the moment. Like, I feel like there's a lot of moments where you could do that kind of stuff, especially with like the listeners and everything. That's why streaming is getting really popular. Mm-hmm. You know? I think people in, in their element can be really entertaining. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you, you games like Fortnite that got so popular, you know, and that took over Twitch when it came popular, you know, oh, Ninja yeah. oh, and your people on there, you know. Um, but that really set a whole new standard for streaming because streaming was already 
kind of big and it was good for your, your consoles and PC, but w- with Fortnite, it really blew up. And I think now it's huge. I don't know. There were a lot of Minecraft streamers. Don't get me wrong. There were a yeah. lot of Minecraft. And I, that's when I was actually watching Twitch was in Minecraft. I think that that kind of really, you know, started the whole Twitch thing. But mm. I think Twitch was recently revived again. Yeah. I, I used to just watch it just to see, like, people, the gameplay, yeah. how everything's working, like, their take on it, their review mm. before like, I buy it and play it. And yeah. Like, do I want to? How's this guy liking it? What does it look yeah. like? But now streaming is a whole new world. It's oh, yeah. literally you sit there, you watch these guys play games and listen to them because yeah. it's just fun as shit. It's yeah. funny. They got some good commentary. Right. And, you yeah. know. It's, it's like, oh, it's almost like a revamp of like old school YouTube, but in a more like unscripted way. Because I know with like YouTube videos, you do have to cut and, you know, edit yeah. things and, you know, like demonetizing and things like that with streaming. You're just like, I'm saying this and right. I get paid per view. Like, exactly. You can't, well, there's the, nothing you can do on that point. I don't and know, Twitch that, has community guidelines. And they have True. guidelines, but I mean, like you, I'm, I mean. If the core essentials. Yeah, the core essentials kind of thing. Like, There's things you don't say, obviously, but. Podcasting is much the same way. It, you can definitely be a lot edgier. Um, you don't have to worry about, you know, kappa and shit. As, you know, but, um, you know, there are certain things you don't do. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you don't say the N-word. That's a big no-no. Especially if you're white, like we are. <laughs> we'll get crucified. I feel like that's a life rule, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, a li- that's more of a life rule in general. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The country club, they don't disrespect give a fuck. Your, or don't, don't disrespect your fellow man. That's what I was trying to say. Shout out Michael and Sam. Or a woman. <laughs> Fellow, what was it, countrymen? I forgot the fucking quote, guys. Human? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I think I was gonna. I think I was on a tangent earlier. Uh, well, no, we got off on a tangent. I was. I was thinking. Okay, so right after Bogano, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you have the choice of going to to Zepho or Dathomir. I went to Dathomir. Now you can get the double bladed lightsaber very early, but you can also fight some enemies that honestly you're not equipped to fight. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very difficult. So I, I kind of was on guard. About how hard the game was, but then after Dathomir, the game got suddenly massively easier, especially yep. with my big, um, you know, uh, bonus uh, double-bladed lightsaber that helped things. My, my big, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Upgrade, right? Uh, and so, the, yeah, the kind of I relaxed into that, and then finally, Ninth Sister. Oh. I think that's where all of us, right? Yeah, yeah. that was that was yeah. the biggest. That was a turning point for me in the game. It was turning yeah. absolutely because I didn't realize that was that, that that's that's what I need to start doing. That's 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 a fight. Like you got someone who's really gonna be a challenge. You, you, she's got a lightsaber. You don't know what you're gonna do. She's forcing you. I mean, like what the hell? Force yeah. pulling you, force pushing you. What do you do? Yeah, that was like the first time where really I was like, okay, I can't like predict these attacks no. like a Zelda boss. Like I actually right. have to like think about how I'm gonna fight back and dodge and you know, yeah. parry against this character instead of just being like, oh, that's your fourth attack. Time for me to attack. <laughs> like, you can't do that with this girl. Like, no, she is the straight up Walmart Shrek coming for your ass. <laughs> yeah. Strategy. That and timing. You really yes. get time your dodges, everything. your stims, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, especially with only two fucking stims. Only two I stims. I can't believe y'all did that. I cannot believe <laughs> it. It was so hard. Well, of course, I, you can I change the difficulty. I fought Sister with two stims. You did? Yeah, it was. It wasn't until late game that I figured out. Really, I had three with her, um, and I, I think I I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I only had two. Maybe I might have had an extra. I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, I think I had three with her. To be honest with you, she was she was extremely difficult. I I died multiple times to the Night Sister because yes. that was the first like boss battle. How many really? times did we die to the Night Sister? I spent like three hours. Yeah. yeah. No way. I spent like an hour, like one to two o'clock in the morning sitting there like, what the hell? Why can't I beat this motherfucking boss? Like, what is the problem here? Yeah. Well, I mean, with Alan and I, I guess because like our play styles are kind of different. Yeah. Um, it, and that's the one thing I really, really liked about this game is like you can sit there and kind of watch 
um, mm-hmm. how the other's playing. Right. And then you can just pass off the controller, and it's not. And it, you've the, the game from is that. difficult, but it's not as difficult as you would think. So yeah. you get to, you know, like. I'm done fighting this stupid ugly bitch. Your turn, and right. then it's like, okay, now I get to fight, and now it's now it's like, okay, I saw that this dodging attack didn't work, so we gonna do this three point save a strike, and then you know it was it was a lot of fun to be able to kind of pass off like I was doing the puzzles, mm-hmm. and I would throw the bosses at him because after one or two tries, especially with two fucking stims, um, I just was eventually like, just you know lose what, your shit. yeah, I was collectively losing my shit. Well, because at that point in the game, that's when you realize that. Taking damage, like sucks. from her, it sucks. Yeah, you, you take a hit from her, and you're like, "Oh my god, that's like eighty percent of my health already." You use a stem, and you've only got a little bit of that back, so you get like three hits from her, and that's oh, it. I, I think I could have done it like a lot sooner, like beat her right. with less tries if yeah. she didn't do that stupid fucking charge attack. That charge attack was the worst. I'm like timing I, it, and literally then, like, jump. <laughs> nope, didn't, didn't I, dodge. I, I couldn't. I had so much trouble dodging the one where she charges straight at you. You're yep. right. I also, with the um, the first time she does the shockwave thing where she yes, slams her lightsaber. Yeah. I was like, whoa, when I jumped, I was like, you jump over that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, it took, I think I played it the first time, didn't I? Mm-hmm. And I did, and I was so close to dying, and I was like, okay, I'm almost at half health. Maybe it's like the second sister where, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, oh, we're going to cutscene and get her ass I, I saved again. So, um, so I was like, okay, I got this. And then she sh- shockwaves my ass, and I was Dies. like, dead. Okay. Bruh. And then I did it again, and she did it again, and I was like, Alan? Take this controller away from me before I snap it in half. Like, I was so mad. Man, I'm going to have to start playing these games with Lily and kind of back and forth. I think, I think that would be perfect. Because, yeah, there are those moments where you just get too frustrated. You do. Yeah. But you a, get a another pair of eyes looking at it differently. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, what What's really nice about this game is your ability to, like, change difficulty, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, like mid-game. Or mid-game. Yeah. And it's nice because it gives you a new perspective on the battle. Because I like to switch from, you know, Ma- Jedi Master to Jedi Knight. Pretty yeah. often, just because Jedi Knight, your force actually comes back on its own. Yes. And it's nice because I, I, I use my force so fucking often, especially when fighting the Knight Sister for the first time. Like, I was using my time slow, like, oh, God, every two yeah. seconds. You know what I mean? Um, I was using force push to force stop push her freaking just... unstoppables. Yes. <laughs> by, by the way, okay, force pushing enemies off the oh cliff. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My favorite part of so the game. So satisfying. So satisfying. I think my favorite part was on, um, what is it, Kashyyyk? Yep. With yeah. the moving, um, the, mm-hmm. in the in the, the room was where they're that? moving the walls. Yes. And there's a room where they're moving the walls, and you stop it, and then you literally push all of them off. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> That's what it, it sounds like. That's what it sounds like, though. Um, Fair enough. It's it's where you're. Um, okay. I remember it exactly because there was this part where we kept falling and both of us were frustrated. It was like what almost one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and we sat there and there's this part where you have to jump onto the wall as it's about to move and you have to slow it. Yes. Um. So there's those cacti that are sitting in the ground that kind of puff up, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was taking that and yeeting those little rat things oh like my so God. many times. Oh my throwing yes. it into those explosive little. Th- oh, I died laughing the first time she did. I didn't even <laughs> think about doing <laughs> that. And she just yeets this rat into <laughs> it. I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> what just? Ha- I died laughing for like a good five minutes. You know what I found was really helpful when I would fight bigger bosses. Um, there was this. I think it was in the arena actually. Um, that little arena area where you get taken by the uh, the bounty hunters or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The very reminiscent of Thor Ragnarok. Very re- kind of reminiscent mm-hmm. of Thor Ragnarok, right? Where you get exactly it's with the boisterous ass. Um, uh, what is it? Announcer where he's like, "Welcome," yes. and then you kill us. That was my favorite. That was my champion. 
Hey, I yeah. wish it was Jeff Goldblum. I was about to say, it wasn't. Oh, you beat me to it. I was about to say, it's not Jeff Goldblum, though. It should have been. Uh, it was it been. the world according to Jeff Goldblum? Uh, that oh. show is amazing. Tie back to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yes. That Star was started Wars. as a YouTube series, I think is what YouTube was, it was. And then they switched to Disney+, Plus and they've slowly been adding all the episodes. Did you, have y'all been watching it? It's actually yeah. pretty He's We funny actually shit. had to order favor um, with the ice cream episode. Because yes. uh, it was just like, oh my it's god, so I'm drooling! Awesome. I'm drooling everywhere. I need ice cream. Yes, <laughs> Jeff Jeff Goldblum is everyone's daddy. Everyone. Yes. If Keanu Reeves is the internet's boyfriend, then Jeff Goldblum is the internet's daddy. Jeff Goldblum the responsible, created him. Dad. He was the he was the walkway yes. for Keanu. That's, that's perfect, actually. That's a, that's a good uh, life. Uh, uh, finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, no, the Haxian brood scene, I'm glad that you brought that up because I love jailbreak scenes in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was a good puzzle, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a lot of puzzles. The puzzles uh, is really what got me because I love puzzle solving. That that make or makes or breaks a game for it, me. It's a good change of pace from just going brunt force, saber, throw everything, yeet yeah. people off a cliff yeah. to like, using your fucking it, brain. It changes hey. the entire gameplay at that point because you're at a whole new fighting style. Like, okay, I actually have a wave of enemies that I keep going after. That was actually, it's funny because you mentioned the whole yeeting enemies at people. When I would, at that point, that's when I learned that. There were those fire bugs. And I'd grab oh those motherfuckers, I'd force pull them, and I'd push them at the other enemies, and it would like do like half of their damage. I and never that was the even thought thing. of that shit. Grab the fire bugs and shoot them at the other guys. This is that life does, like, advice, guys, if you're I'm playing saying. this game. Pull, do force it. Force pull the fire bugs. How satisfying is it to, to fucking yeet the perch the troopers, troopers off the cliff? Oh yes, perch push. The perch trooper. They're, they're so sitting there, creepy. they're like, they're sitting there like, I've trained my whole life to defeat you, and they just boop. Bye. <laughs> Sucks For, to suck. Sucks to suck, bitch. Exactly. See, that's what you need out of a Star Wars video game. Being able to force push enemies off cliffs. This game really makes you feel like a Jedi. Yeah. I mean, you've really got uh, Cal's force powers, uh, the essentials, you know, force slow or, uh, and then uh, force push and force pull. Mm-hmm. But it's force slow is actually kind of a more... It's force stasis. Force stasis, yeah. yeah. That, that's kind of... I don't think that's, that's new. new Ooh, to this stasis, game. Is it new specifically to this game? Uh, Kylo Ren did it. Kylo Ren, yeah. Oh, he, he did, did it. Because he, yeah, he would, he held, he would oh, held... Oh, that's right. The laser Ray, that he yeah. shot. Yep. So the other guy shot. That would have been cool, actually, if that was an upgrade where you could stop uh, lasers, yeah. La- right. blaster bolts, and blaster mid-air. bolts. Thank you. Which you can because if you if you pause the enemies, then their blaster bolts go slow. They too. do. Yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, no, that was a lot of fun using those abilities in conjunction with the lightsabers. Yeah. And you have a single bladed lightsaber. You can get upgrade to a double bladed lightsaber, and then at the end of the game, you create your own, which is a split lightsaber. Yep. So, you know, Cal Kestis is definitely a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to be able to customize my own lightsaber and have any color I wanted. Of course, I had to go with purple. Of course. Duh, Mace Windu. The Mace Windu saber. The uh, motherfucking lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, and also being able to customize his appearance. Um, BD1's ponchos. appearance. The ponchos, honestly, Them though. Ponchos. I was using my ponchos all the time. Ponchos all day. Yeah. Um, now I want to wear a poncho. Thanks, Cal yeah. Kestis. There you go. <laughs> Uh, you know what we didn't mention actually is Cal Kestis being played by Cameron Monaghan. His he is the yeah. not only the voice actor but the actual what's the word he does the engine uh, the b- body movement the movement motion capture motion capture motion thank you thing. I was trying to get the actual phrase thank you yeah um, he does the motion capture and voice acting for Cal Kestis which I mean it looks exactly like him I've been watching so much Shameless I mean he literally like you know that's him. <laughs> Same thing when he kind of has that um, dark moment. Um, it, yeah. It's very reminiscent of him in Gotham. Gotham um, is Joker, where he has that yeah. really, really creepy moment where he just looks down and smiles. It kind of reminds he, me of Cal's dark side. Like I, 
had that kind of moment where I thought of that and I was like, okay, like this kid can act. I was like, badass All right. actor, badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, Kel's an interesting character too because he's um, he's a former Padawan, yeah, um, who survived Order sixty six mm-hmm. um, because of his master Jarrod Paul. and so he never completed his training. But you know, throughout the game, um, he starts to reacquire his connection to the Force because he mm-hmm. cut himself off for so long. Kind of similar to, and I think you were mentioning this earlier, Megan, the uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker, and oh, sorry, I guess the sequel trilogy as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, Last Jedi in particular with Luke Skywalker. That last push kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was kind of their subtle way of tying in this new trilogy with um, with Cal, you know, kind of getting a way to get the video games to tie into, you know, the games and, and um, also with the movies and um, upcoming um, titles as well. Um, and I think also something that was really cool was um, watching the development of Cal kind of reminding me of other characters and things like that and how the training aspect was in that game. Um, I love that. There like was all like flashbacks and shit. Mm-hmm. That was yes. really cool. And how it's not just like training sequence and then you get into the game like, oh, I'm going to skip training. Like, no, it's yeah. actually part of integrating into the game, which I thought something was really cool. That was never really anything that I had seen before. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Duh. And then he just goes and does it. Like, yeah, it's right. It's, really uh, it's cool. mid, like you're about to do what he needs to do and it stops right there. Mm-hmm. And then he learns what he has to do. He goes back, he remembers it in training and then you and then you continue mid-swing. Like your force pull, that was one of my favorites. You jump off and you're about to grab, you know, you have to go grab a rope or whatever. I think And he's like do. literally in the air. In the fucking it. air. And then it pauses and it goes flashback and he remembers his training where he learns the force pull. And then it goes back after you learn it and do it correctly. And then you're mid force pull and you grab it and it's and you so grab the epic. lightsaber. You grab the lightsaber. That's what it was. Saber. Yeah, and, it was the saber. From then on, you acquired that power yep. in all of those scenes. So that that was really fun, and that was how kind of the game uh, dealt with the progression. Where is the Force? Everywhere it is within me, it surrounds me. Just so. It connects you. There will be times when emotion, pain, or exhaustion trick you. You will feel cut off, isolated. This is an illusion. Your lightsaber lies there, out of reach, but you remain connected through the Force. Feel that energy around you and summon your weapon. Forces within you, around you, connecting you to your weapon. You must ignore all distraction. Force is with me. It connects us. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, this game is also, in addition to be being uh, favorably compared to uh, Dark Souls, uh, this game is also favorably compared to 
Metroidvania style games, um, even the Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard it was it was inspired by. So I kind of like that progression. The map system was done really well. Yeah, right? I, you I, tell. Oh, the map system was amazing. Uh, the, the only thing, the, the big thing that reminded Wind Waker was the jailbreak scene, of course. Yeah, yeah, that was that was all straight Wind Waker. You know what I mean? That that I that's like my childhood like jailbreak scene. You know, yeah. it was like playing that game and you're like, oh my god, they caught me! I gotta get out. Yeah. And you can hear the doot doot. Yeah. <laughs> you're like oh god no and, and it kind of had that that backtracking feel of metroidvania where you go back and you acquire the new power so now you can go all the way back through the map and use it but it didn't feel like backtracking the game managed to kind of pull it forward bring it around full circle yeah it right pull it forward <laughs> yeah you go. the way metroid did was interesting shortcuts though yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly those shortcuts are so helpful mm-hmm. um but like the way metroid did it was different because they like you start off with all your abilities in pretty much all the games and then you lose them immediately well that's kind of the thing uh and an, uh, a uh, recurring element in the in the prime series and that's occurring yeah. in the prime series especially yeah prime. and then you reacquire them all throughout the game of course and then you get them and this game kind of has that aspect but it's more like it you never you didn't play the game with them all so you didn't actually like feel like a badass in the first like scene of the game and then you feel like a loser and then you feel like a loser yeah. right so it's more like you feel like a loser and then you slowly get better my now, name is zero suit samus and i'm sad Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but cal uh, kind of yeah reacquires those powers to the game which is interesting because you know in game cal is essentially the um equivalent of a regular jedi knight yeah it's like it, an underdog a little bit mm-hmm. and that's interesting because you know we have in the star wars canon and by the way this game is canon um, it's set between episodes three and four, a yep. new, uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, and it is officially Disney-enforced canon. <laughs> but um, yeah, unlike other pieces of the, pieces of the Star Wars canon, um, you know, Cal isn't an ultra-powerful, you know, Force user. He's and maybe you know in the future he he could get there, but you know, in this game, like I said, he's a Padawan and he he graduates and and becomes a Jedi Knight. Uh, so I thought that was interesting, you know, like you said, kind of the underdog. Or yeah, yeah. It reminded me kind of um, of the movie. Um, which one was it? Rogue One. It, it he his kind of story, the way it was like taken out of its own piece. It was. Yeah. It reminded me very, very much of that, um, which one, I really enjoyed. Yeah, ro- the way Rogue One did it was that was a really interesting way because they they used a story point that we kind of already knew about a little bit. Mm-hmm. But not, but we didn't know all the information about it. We knew about it, and they gave you your characters, and then you're like, "Oh shit, that's, that's how it happened!" Oh my god, that's how it happened. Whenever mm-hmm. when it happens, yeah. you know everything happens. Like, Damn, set in the same era. It's set in the same era, and this one too. Like for instance, when when your amazing boss scene comes in, when fucking Darth Vader appears on the scene, you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, best moment in the entire best game. moment because in the yeah. entire. No hint of it at all. No hint. No. You don't you don't see that coming, and then suddenly you just. And it's like, damn! And the game turns into a horror game almost. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, it does. It's, it's, it's like, so, it's like this, 13th. like, Just I'm run. fighting the bad guys. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, fuck, it's Darth Vader. What do Whoa, I do? Bitch. It looks like he just kills everybody immediately. And yeah. Darth Vader Effortlessly. Is, effortlessly. Because that's, well, that's Vader. That's Anakin. That's Vader. Dude, right. And actually, um, you did bring this up earlier that, um, what is his name? I cannot remember it off the top of my head. Um... Darth Vader's voice, mm-hmm. George Earl Jones. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's it's not James Earl James Jones. Earl Jones. It, they were they weren't able to get the talent of James Earl Jones, unfortunately, unfortunately. But they do have the talent of Scott Lawrence, the yeah. return of Scott Lawrence, who hasn't voiced Vader since what, like two thousand six. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been Matt Sloan, uh, in, in the Battlefront games too. But Scott Lawrence has come back. Um, he's voiced Vader in a lot of uh media. So yeah, he, I really like his his interpretation of it. He does sound a lot like James Earl Jones. 
Very close. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think I really think his is the best. But I, I think this game really that scene in particular captured the the essence of Darth Vader as a terrifying figure. And also of Order 66 as well, because you got to remember that was Cal's childhood. This is what he's brought up on is he lives during the time of executing yeah. Order 66. So it's kind of interesting to see that kind of like, okay, here's a side character and then here's this big boss, you know, fucking Vader and you bring their stories you together. Kind of in oh, in the temple. Oh shit! Oh god, too far. <laughs> oh damn! That <laughs> <laughs> probably oh was probably his, probably his cousins and shit, his friends he knew. Probably. <laughs> ever, I mean, I just thought of this now, but like after seeing Vader have to deal with Cal's shit, and then like thinking of Rogue One and having yeah. to deal with that shit, like Vader had a lot of shit to deal with. Yeah. Don't feel thin. sorry Don't for feel sorry Vader. For Anakin. God damn! They killed Padme. He's a quadruple hey. amputee with eighty percent burns to his body. Give him some slack. And that's I mean, why Wada worked in that scene. And I mean, sand. Right. He was, he was, he suffered sand. Oh my God. I hate sand. I hate sand. And the women. (laughs) And the children too. And the children, yes. (laughs) Dude, I honestly cannot watch the prequels now without thinking of every single meme I've seen. Oh God. I'm laughing during the entirety of them now, which they used to be serious movies for me. Yeah. But I'm just laughing the whole time. And I can't control it because it's still good movies to me, but it's just so funny because I've seen so many memes off this shit now. But do you have the high ground? Did you did, did you, you pay the seven ninety nine a month to unlock the high ground? <laughs> 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 that was good, dude. No. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Fuck. Damn it. You underestimate my power. Not when I have the high ground. You underestimate my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> What's in your wallet? <laughs> Um, I'm glad that you brought up the prequels too because I like the very beginning of the game where it's just kind of literally breaking down the prequels. It is, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got the the separatist ship, the droid control ship coming in and uh, being taken apart. And, and Prof. Literally breaking it down. Prof. R.I.P. Prof. Rest in mm. peace. Best dude. character. He was oh, a good yeah. character. He sympathized with the Jedi and the Republic. Yeah, but it sucks too because it's like, I wish they would have given us more of him. I feel like we didn't give enough Prof. That's true. Because he was in literally, you didn't do anything with him. He was in the first like scene. He's almost forgettable because he's yeah. drinking buddy. Right. He's your drinking buddy. He's your, he's your yeah, work buddy, pal. Right. Yeah, I definitely think there were a lot of fun characters in this game. Uh, a lot of interesting characters. Grease, very likable character. Of course, cannot forget your droid. BD1, the best the droid best. in the fucking Star Wars Mm, I don't know about that. I love me some more too. But I definitely think that BD is is his own kind of special little droid. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. like as soon as we were on Bogano and I like I saw the little droid running around. I was like, no fucking way, no. Fu-. I would literally just screamed and I was like, I'm in an apartment. I need to not do this. But there's a droid. Like I was freaking out. I was like, okay, so we have this. Um, we have a companion. We're not alone yeah. in this. Uh, like, what did you think of BB-8 when he came on screen? I screeched like a child right. throwing a tantrum in a grocery store. All right, there you go, like in the movies. Because, yeah, BB-8 was interesting. I really liked him, but truthfully, as much as I love BB-8 and R2, I really like BD-1. I like BD-1 BD. is the best. He's I very think, charismatic. Yeah. He's not just he like, is. boop, boop. He's, like, he's talking to you, and he's very, he's very like... interactive, and he has mm-hmm. a, his own character. I mean, they kind of do, but... Cute and incredibly useful. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, he can do anything. And that heart-wrenching scene... That heart wrenching scene where you think in the end that oh he's the Vader's gonna, gonna crush Pat him. Vader. I, I was ready. I was I was the, we were in the quick time event sequence and I'm like, no, fuck you. And I was about to stab the shit out of Vader because I was not letting BD die. Oh, I was crying. I don't even, I don't even want to talk. I was like full on bawling. I was like, don't you do it. 
share kill Petey really, Yeah, they really threw me off with the ending there. And I was surprised because I, I expected someone important to die. And I, th- I thought they like, all were going to die. And it looked mm-hmm. like they were. I mean, he threw Siri off a cliff. I'm like, oh, fuck, she's done. I mean, he killed Trilla. Like, yeah, fuck. like uh, just like Rogue One, right? Like Rogue oh, One. They just Trilla. did bun. What? Unceremoniously. Unceremoniously. Just throw Seer off, off, off the edge. And I really like that because damn, do they get you. I mean, yeah. that makes you like... It, it stumbles you for a second because you got to think about it. You're like, did that really just fucking happen? Yeah, it's not anything that you expect it, in the ending. It's just no. like all of a sudden you see Vader, then he's like throwing you off a cliff. Which, by the way, guys, do not fight Vader. Um, you're supposed to. Um, you're Run. supposed to find something. Uh, yeah, you know, like I, I, I was actually talking to Ash about this earlier because I was like, I literally tried to fight Vader five times before I realized <laughs> uh-huh. I was supposed to grab that pipe out of the fucking wall. Like, are you kidding me? I, I wasn't sure because I knew, I knew you weren't supposed to fight Vader. I knew yeah. that he was, he was too powerful. I, I kind of had a feeling too, but I wanted to, so I, like, I ran away and then I was like, no, I want to fight him. I want to see what Mama you know. no bitch. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm, I'm no bitch. Yeah. Truly over. This fight is over. I know the darkness that is eating you up inside, and every day we choose to either feed it or fight it. It's too late, sir. No, it's not. I know the choices that I made took all your choices away, and I have failed you, Trilla. I failed you. And I am so very sorry. carried so much hate for you.
run! Look out! Turbo left. Let's go! Get out of here. Come on. Lee, stay back. But um, Seer Junta was another um, interesting character. You know, uh, that Cal is totally, Cal's mentor. She is straight up Bangalore from Apex, bro. Straight <laughs> up, you got to play Apex. You understand. Um, so and he he actually combines, you know, that's his like second mentor. So he combines um his his original master Jero Tapal mm -hmm. and her lightsabers together. But she's an interesting character because she cut herself off from the Force because she almost used the dark side or did. Which at the end, of course, you see her actually get close again, and Cal prevents her from doing so. Yeah. Um, and that also has to do, you know, with her backstory with Trilla, um, who for most of the game is the main antagonist. Mm -hmm. um, Trilla, the uh, fuck uh, Trilla. You know, yeah. See, fuck well, Trilla. no, Trilla's the main antagonist until the last like five minutes of the game. Right. Like it's not just it's like the end. Like you kill her. Well, you, you like, nearly kill her. Like maybe thirty seconds. Like thirty, yeah. thirty seconds, because you're just running. Well, I don't know when Ash's gameplay. It was like twenty minutes. <laughs> but oh, well, after you like learn about Trilla's past, you you begin to feel sorry for her, and she's right. almost this anti-protagonist type. And you're like, oh damn! Like now I feel like an asshole for hating her. Why are the villains always it's, so pretty? Yeah, well, it's almost yeah. like Vader at the end of his life, though. Yeah. Yeah, but you begin to you you've had this connection with this character, and now it's like, damn, you're dying. Like that's this bad. game really Star like Wars. I lost a lot of my sympathy for Darth Vader just watching this game. Actually, to be completely honest with you, like I could rewatch the 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 originals now, and I will lose a lot of the sympathy I had you just because of this damn Trilla. game. Yeah, like damn. Star Wars has a, a recurring theme of um, redeemed heroes dying at the end. Yeah, uh, yes, right. agreed. Jedi that turned Sith that kind of uh, what, what would you say that. Uh, Turn back to the light at the end of their like people turning back to Jesus at the end of their life. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then dying. But yeah, Trilla was an interesting character. The Padawan turned into Inquisitor, and, and the Inquisitors, you know, f uh, previously featured in Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, making an appearance in this game, flesh fleshing that out a little bit. The second sister, the ninth sister, the we mentioned yeah, the before. Ninth, the the Knight Sisters, yeah. And then the Knight Sisters from Dathomir also. Fuck Dathomir. Um, Fuck Dathomir. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> Marin is actually a really interesting character. Um, I honestly fell in love with her right away because um, I already was, and the internet is. You know, shipping her and Cal. Oh, oh God, forever. Yes. And, and apparently, that was somewhat intentional. Um, I think the actress that played her said that um, she was glad that some of that poked through. So, hopefully, you know, in a, you know, there may be some future. You know, there's some romance in the future. Oh yeah, I felt sparks with between Cal and her as soon as they started like locking eyes and she jumped right? on the ship and I was like, I just started to hear, you know, what is that song? Is it Degrassi or Now Two and I just heard that in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there you oh, go. Oh, to be over. Right. Yeah, it's um Yeah, she she was she was also another, you know, kind of I guess redeeming character, but um you, you do feel sorry for her. Um but I did kind of see that coming because I could tell that, you know, Cal was trying to reach out for her. Um, yeah. And uh Should've the whole her. the whole event that happens with Malikos too, you know. 
Um, you don't know. You're looking at me with that face because you didn't get there, Mm-mm. Dakota. Yeah, we kind of had to spoil the end for him to get to be able to record yeah, the podcast. Sadly. I guess we won't go too far into that, and that's that's just one part of the game. But there's a lot of interesting characters, and it definitely she has a lot, though. Huh? She helped a lot. Who in that fight? Oh, ni- yes. yes, that was a fun boss fight because she yes. helps in the second half. The second yeah, phase you're not of just it. like sitting there suffering. Like yeah, it's interesting. That was hard. That was that was that was kind of where I really picked up pairing. Finally, finally, <laughs> even though pairing is really, you know kind of essential to this game, but Perry, Perry. Um, I felt like the the story and the characters really captured the essence of Star Wars, and and even though the the themes, uh, the soundtrack, you know, was its own set of themes, mm-hmm. you know, you did hear interspersals of some of those familiar themes: Darth Vader's Imperial March, of course, you can't the the Force theme or Binary yep. Sunset is mm-hmm. is very briefly in there, and also just the feeling of it. I felt like those little those little flutes and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So this game got Star Wars. And yeah, I was really happy to see that. Of course, BD One's droid. I mean, you gotta have a droid in there, and like a with a character, and, and he's, yeah. And he, I love how they all have their own, you know, like unique accents, their own little duty dudes. Their own. He's like Foodoo Trill. Like yeah. he's got weird shit. You know what I mean? Foodie yeah. Trill. It was yeah. refreshing. Foodie Trill. They, they, they came up with his own like original. Yeah, yeah. Some original it, music. It, in was, there. it was like it wasn't he was just Danny Elfman in the background. It, exactly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't some beeps and whistles from you know a little a blue and white box. This was like Fucking actual plastic recorder from fourth grade. Exactly. That was one thing that made me mad. Was like it took so long to repair the scomp link, and you're just walking around with this yeah. poor little droid that's damaged. You have to I'm pass like, up all these boxes that you're like fuck. You're like, is this a scomp link? Is this a scomp link? I'm sorry, BD. Like. Damn. I was very excited though to get that um what's that uh the upgrade where you can go back the grapple yes back the zip line. The zip line. Oh my yes. god, literally cuz you're in uh what was it? Was it either Bogano or Zepho? Zef- and there's this one area where I'm like there's zip line. No, I think it was Bogano. It was Bogano. And you I, w- I wanted to go back and I was like why can't I go up zip lines? And of course later on I get the ability. I'm like, "Oh, that explains it." Yep. <laughs> you know, overall uh, I thought the uh, I thought the graphics were particularly impressive with this mm-hmm. game. Oh, of course, course yeah. I I do have to say, one thing, one aspect of of the game, you know, uh, I guess of EA not having a lot of expectations and enforcing uh, short deadlines on this though does shine through. Is in the game, in some parts feels unpolished. Yeah, and and even unfinished to an extent. Yeah, some some buffer zones here and there, some loading issues, but glitches. Yeah. Some glitches. For me it was kind of that whole um that whole prison break part. Um it just felt kind of um in Choppy. not glued to the rest of the the, the story. It was just like this yeah. random thing like, oh all of a sudden we're in a prison, yay we They get out, did throw thing. that in there and Ash actually mentioned um early when we were talking about it, which is really interesting because um, Grease gets brought in, and I guess you could probably explain that better. But yeah, it's thrown in there, and it's almost kind of like he like betrayed you or something, and so you're kind of intrigued, and then you get on the mantis, and he just kind of apologizes, and it's okay. It's like, did I miss something? And I had to actually look it up, and it's all there. There's a previous conversation where they're mentioning Grease's gambling habits and mm-hmm. how that might get Cal in trouble later on, but um, it, it's just so like it's subtle and it's thrown in there, and definitely I think missable. It's like I, a fleeting moment kind of thing. I feel like there was, because even though that was there and I did remember that, I feel like there was a piece of dialogue that was missed, that was that was taken out, that made that more explicit. Yeah, something that was yeah. cut from Final Game. And I feel that a lot in the game, that there's a, so lots of things that were cut. Yeah, like especially like the whole, I don't know, maybe it was just me, but um, a lot of the time through the game, I did not feel a connection to Seer. Um, as much as mm-hmm. I would have expected, especially as this person who, you know, saved you from Trilla the first time. 
um, and everything like that. Like, I did not feel a sincere connection. Huh, get it, sincere connection. Yeah, good. <laughs> but, but, but truthfully, I feel you on that because, I don't know, she wasn't as relatable as, as, as a lot of other characters. Like, Grease, yeah. Grease was fucking relatable, and he was an asshole. I yeah. like Grease. I didn't like, trust Grease, honestly. I didn't trust I like, him either. This motherfucker's going to sell me out, He's and just, I end up in a fucking and you end up fighting, and I'm like, this motherfucker! <laughs> yes! <laughs> But honestly, like even Grease, for all of his faults and shits, he's relate faults mm-hmm. sh- faults and shit. He's relatable. Siri, she's not really. I can't seem to get that like connection with her like I could in a video game. Like I'm in the movie, you know, she's yeah. just kind of there. And she's like, okay, like she trained Trilla, but like who is yeah. she? Like I want to know more, more about her. I felt more connection to Trilla than I did to Seer, and I was yeah. really, exactly. really upset about villain. that. Yeah, there, yeah. I think this game could have been more. I think. Um, and because that's of the, low the, the dialogue, the sharing, the more uh, what would you say connection between? Yeah, there's not his new there's not much cohesion in the game. Yeah. I feel right. like like there's not definitely not parts Seer of cohesion, and, and, and but it's to outer parts. Cal. Yeah, but you know, I, I think that just makes me more excited for you know the sequel or, or possible you know even DLC because this game is perfect for DLC. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, you could add more planets. Um, you could have lots of customization options, more abilities. Yeah, um, and then obviously, you know, like in the sequel, for I for one would like to see. Is I guess. Here in Marin love or no, it's not a uh, Callan Marin love story. Yes, <laughs> but but also um, bigger. You know, a bigger scope actually make you feel even more like a Jedi. Uh, I'm being thinking, able yeah. to force jump around and exactly. more force powers. More force powers. I mean move from your your jedi knight to your jedi master to your you know your your real actual jedi you know what i mean so as long as ea doesn't fuck it up by like wanting to get control on it now that they realize it's profitable um you know as long as they allow respawn you know to kind of do their own thing here i and give them the proper proper budget and, and development time i really think something um even even better could be but that's not to take away from this game mm-hmm. oh no because a lot of originality a lot of there's lots of good it. moments, yeah. A lot of filler that was refreshing. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because there's nothing that's necessarily very big or, or new about it. Just it's a solid single-player story-driven action adventure. And and it's the, the exciting possibility of a new IP that I think ever has everyone raving about it right now. Yeah, plus the, it was it was a fresh perspective on, mm-hmm. on a different part of a story. Yeah. Like something it, it, that you weren't expecting. Yeah, right, it was of, just like Rogue One, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of things was like... Order 66, and then here we are a few years later. Like, yeah. What happened? This is the after effects. This is your aftershock of your bomb that you yeah. just blew. Like, right, because you can understand, I mean, between you know three and four, there's a lot of time. Yeah. And even between two and three is a lot of time. And there's a whole TV show, animated TV show called The Clone Wars. Yeah, you know what I mean? Seven seasons or exactly. something? Exactly. I mean, if you seven can have... Seven season coming out. And that's, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many years in between. The, the, the two are supposed to be, you know, in, in, in story. But, like, my point is, is between three and four is even bigger jump. You know what I mean? And so that's a lot of stuff they could put in there. And it's like you said, that's that's room for another game, DLC, or DLC yeah. whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Just yeah, hopefully we don't have to pay a, a fuck ton of money for with the a whole DLC. new character. Like, whatever it takes. <laughs> I honestly... Get your I, wallet I ready, see, kids. Yeah, I, I want to get your wallet ready. Honestly, I want to see a dark side game. I want a game where you're you're pretty much a bad guy the whole game one? until you switch. I figured I thought they had one. One, um, yeah, kind of like Force Unleashed, right? Force Unleashed yeah. is that way. But I want to see what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, I think you start as like Darth Vader's like Padawan, don't you? You know what? Gray Jedi is bullshit. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, watch the movies. All right, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about this fucking gray Jedi. You know, there is the light side and there is the dark there's side. Light and I'm sorry, the filmmakers intended there to be a dichotomy. There's no such thing as balance. All right, the dark side is fucking bad. 
And the light side is fucking good, and that's all there is. I'm sorry. Well, okay. I just figured I just know there's a lot of fan base on that. I know. Yeah. That was the <laughs> most descriptive word for it. No, no, no. I don't. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, I've heard that a lot from the fans. Oh yeah. And it, it, it's a very legends thing. It's like an expanded universe concept. Like but like fiction, George yeah. Lucas never intended that. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. It's just it just kind of gets it, it's funny because people are like, oh well. So it's a little bit well, of a heated topic there for you. Well, what about Ray? Then? <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's getting a little saucy in it the It is pot. getting. Fuck like, the gray beard. Situation Wrong with Ray, for instance, like, <laughs> like in game. the new movie. Because like, huh? she uses, I mean, well, she doesn't really, but well, she had kind of, she gets herself away from the dark side. Is more of what it is. But you, you almost get the sense that she, in the beginning of that movie, I felt like that she was going to get to the point where she progresses to, to like using both dark and light. And I was surprised at that. But like you said, I guess George Lucas never intended for that to happen. Then you know. Yeah, the dark side is the dark side is selfishness, and and the uh, the light side is selflessness. And mm-hmm. I, I really don't think that there's that there's a balance there. I know that the fans like love it and they like the idea of there being like yeah balance, but balance is um is basically the light side, you know, being being in charge. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Um, I guess, you know, we're going to start to sort of wrap things up here, but, um, what are you guys' final thoughts, Alan? What, what, what's your final thoughts on this? Um, I actually, I really enjoyed the game. It's a good, um, change of pace instead of just being brute force with a lightsaber. Yeah. Puzzles. It was a good, um, good change of pace, a good, uh, story. Great story. Um, it's just an all-rounded game, just prepared to, you know, put the game down for a couple of days after you get pissed off or, or just lower the story level to the full team. There you go. And yep. continue. But um, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. And you, Megan? Um, I, I agree. Um, I will second that. Um, I definitely think that it was um, something that I, especially whenever you mentioned it, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, this is another EA published game. <laughs> like, you saw how Mass Effect Andromeda went. Um, and um, so it was kind of interesting to be able to see um, a game actually be really, really good. And I wasn't, it was something I wasn't expecting. Um, I was expecting, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I guess we'll see how it goes. And then, like, first night I'm playing until 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, oh, my I, I was God. the same way. When, I, when I got into it, I was, oh, God, I was up so late playing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, it was something very unexpected for me, especially as, like, um, as, as someone who's been, you know, like a lot of us, of course, I'm sure, um, Star Wars fan as a kid, watching a different perspective, which is something that I just love throughout the whole game. Um, the only, the only thing that I did not like, um, especially after hating Trilla the whole game, is why the fuck did she get saved by cutscenes every single time? And died by a cutscene. And died by True. a fucking cutscene. Yeah. That was my main point whenever I was thinking about what I was going to say. I was like, why the fuck did Trilla get saved by cutscenes every damn time? Been training this whole game to fucking kill her. Yeah, and then and she dies by her. a cutscene from Vader. That literally, like you're you're built up like that. That's your that's your villain. Like that's your it your sets the stage. It does. Mm-hmm. But that's what I I really do. I guess if this would be my final thoughts, would be it would be just just the amount of thought put into this. That this is a whole nother story, whole new take on this on on Star Wars. A whole new not a saga, but a different a different perspective from from this cow guy this padawan turned to knight you know what i mean like he, he's survivor yeah. survivor yeah. one of the only the only one of the only survivors you know what i mean of order 66 which is such a big big plot point in the skywalker saga yeah and i want to see honestly um 
how it how it goes further for Cal. Like, because obviously we don't hear anything about him in any of these movies. Like, who yeah. does he yeah. become? Who how does he become? How I'm does sure, he go? Honestly, I they could have thrown his him. voice in in Rise of Skywalker. They could have. <laughs> they really could have. Honestly, I. I thought they were gonna kill him off, and I had every reason to believe that because he's, I didn't see him in the movies. He's gonna go the traditional Jedi way and just right, you know banish himself to a, a desert planet. There you go, never see him again. Yeah. But where is he in Rise of Skywalker? Where is he in? Well, not Rise of Skywalker. But does he have but the Where is he later? You know what I, mean? <laughs> I guess <laughs> we'll find I out. Maybe. That train. maybe we'll find out, or you know, this leaves room for other games with even more characters. Now you know you've got you've got Cal now, but like let's create a new story. If they can do this with Cal, can we do this with someone else? Don't get me wrong. I want to see more cow, and I want to see that more. But I think they could do 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 whole new stories, and I think that's what I, it's kind of going for. I like the originality of it. I just uh, if they do it with another person, it's just kind of like you're right. It is like the next Call of Duty, you know? Yeah. Like, what are we doing, right? And I get that. I get that. But I just feel like obviously I want them to finish cow. I feel like DLC is definitely needed. For yeah, them. I feel like a DLC is DLC definitely the way we to want go. more in order. They also and it also will help them for the development. You know, like after watching, you know, if they, if they you know add more to the story of Cal, you know, like, yeah. is, is this something we could further pursue? You know, should we listen to the fans? That kind of ties into earlier, you know, is that something that we could bring in later on? I don't know. Don't give EA ideas. I was about, about to say, DLC. I was like, EA, I was literally going to say like, EA is going to take money, get money off that. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, but like DLC, like shoot, if they're money hogs, that's what you get money on. Yeah. DLC, I mean, dog. I paid 10 extra dollars for friggin' DLC on Horizon Zero Dawn because uh, Aloy's bait. Like, come on there now. You go. <laughs> no, I, I just spent the same amount of money on the game just to get the DLC, just to have another new story because it's so worth it. Yeah. Like, like Monster Hunter for a lot of fans, you know, getting that Iceborne DLC was like a big there thing. There you go. DLC can be good when implemented. When it's a legitimate expansion mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like it's just uh, a remo- removing a paywall for something that was in the base game or should have yeah. been. I don't yeah. have to pay $10 for every planet to unlock to continue the n- original story. Yeah. But if you have a you know a finished game that stands on its own and then you decide, you know, let's extend the life the lifespan of this while we're, you know, making the sequel and let's legitimately add something to it. That works. I like DLC f- oh, yeah. in that respect. Yeah. Um, and in this case, since they haven't planned any DLC, that might actually work out because, you know, they might actually be able to come back to the drawing board and say, okay, what can we add to this game to make it better? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what were your final thoughts, Ash? Yeah. yeah. What are my us. final Inform thoughts? Your, your opinion matters. Well, I don't know. Uh, I didn't fucking ask Dakota for his thoughts. And he well, just he kind of just added mm-hmm. them in. I know. We kind of sandwiched each I other it, together. You just kind of. We didn't ask, but he it. gave it to us. Yeah. I said it. I said my final thoughts. I said words. Final thoughts. He doesn't say what he I said. I just said. I just said. I know you. You interjected, and mm-hmm. I said I didn't. I didn't ask I don't you. Don't care for if you ask me. <laughs> All right. Who do you think you are? Let's go. I'm your owner. Oh, is it the case? Yeah. I'm. I'm the your. I'm your. I'm your master. I'm the. I'm the podcast executive. I'm a Jedi Ooh. master. Right? I'm just kidding. No, we're co-founders. Um, <laughs> we're co-pad ones. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Although, you know, does Dakota do editing for this podcast? I do not. Does Dakota do web publishing for I this do podcast? I do not. Does Dakota do social media marketing I for this podcast? Fuck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, well, I'll help on that. You're welcome. Thanks, bro. <laughs> my final thoughts. Um, yeah, like I said, this is this is the Star Wars game I think um, I needed and, and so many other people needed. And there's so much more potential here as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm excited about. Um, this is my type of game. You know, like I said, even though this game didn't do um, something that you know we've necessarily never seen before, it did. Um, it did provide a solid adventure and and definitely a lot of strategy, intellectual gameplay, puzzle solving. Um, definitely something that 
uh, pulled me in. I couldn't stop playing this game. I yep. was addicted to it. And I, I played it, you know, while we were supposed to be playing Death Stranding. Yes, you were. Uh, and um, which is good because now I'm a month ahead of schedule. But <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoyed um everything about this. And I think it, it really captured the the essence of Star Wars. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, um, there is, although we don't get James Earl Jones, we did get uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yes, we oh, did. oh yeah. Another uh, Rogue One character. Yeah, Saw Gerrera. So that was good. It was spot on voice and uh, motion capture. As far as I know, that's the only um, he seemed a little returning actor. Too. You think so? Like his uh, demeanor? No, like his like he didn't have the breathing apparatus. He had no. Yeah, legs. he was younger. I mean, he was yeah. a younger, more fit. I'd like to I see mean, a, more of him in the if there is a DLC or yeah, a sequel. No, like he, was, he was a more of him in this game too. Maybe possibly what happens. Maybe Cal is there when it happens. Yeah, yeah. how it leads up to maybe the Rogue One story and kind of thing. That would so be an radical. interesting perspective. Yeah. Guys, we're cool. giving EA ideas. We need to stop this. <laughs> no, this is good. Listen to this shit, EA. Let's go. Y- you know what I want to see? Maybe not. We don't have to restrict it to, um, you know, the space between episodes three and four, which honestly, in some cases, does feel kind of overstuffed. But yeah. But this game actually really captures the essence of that. And this is what needed to portray that. But anyway, I digress. Um, I would like to see Cal like maybe later on as like an older wise and Jedi master in the mm. post Return of the Jedi. Yeah. You're right. You know, like Mandalorian. There you go. Uh, this is the way. This is the way. <laughs> um, and uh, th- I think that would be really interesting. Or maybe if it could shift perspectives between, you know, um, the past and, and the present. And maybe actually show uh, Cal training younglings like he was supposed to. But, yeah. you know, Luke. post-Empire. Right. So, so I mean, well, him destroying the Holocron itself, I mean, that disallows anyone from, from finding the new the new Jedis, but at the same time, like... He did see it, and he has a sense echo, it. so, right. I mean, he could have a memory he and recollection of that. It's locked in. I'm and sure maybe he's probably, he knows where they are, and he has that ability to go find them and help them, and maybe that's part of the Force. You maybe know? that's yeah. where Cal went to. Maybe right. he disappeared. Maybe yeah. he gets away from the Empire. Well, because he sees the Holocron before, like, he, before he opens it in the, in the Mantis, he does open it once before, and he sees the faces of the children... Yeah. Um, and and you, and you do get a moment where you see into the holocron. So you know, it, it, with Cal's you know force being as sensitive as, as it is to the sense echo, maybe he could sense that part of himself later on and and be able to access that kind of thing. That was also interesting too. Was his was his unique power? Yeah. Uh, I think oh, they yeah, call I've it psychometry it. or something. It's a, and they mentioned it's a rare force power. Yes. Uh, that not everyone has, and he has it kind of innately. So that was interesting. But um, like Sarah's force power with her like invisibility shield, I mean invincibility shield thing, yeah, little that bubble little around her, that was cool. Oh yeah, like Violet from The Incredibles over. That's here. what I was thinking. <laughs> Look like, like Darth shield. Vader just goes through it like it's butter. Violet from The Incredibles was just you know the invisible woman though, from the Fantastic Four. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. true. The, the The Incredibles were just the Fantastic Four if you think about Animated. it. Animated, really though. I was only making a shield comparison, my lord. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I was addicted to it. I, I kept wanting to play it, and I'm excited for more. Um, obviously, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I think I think we all are. So just a little bit, just a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but yeah. Um, so what's coming up next? Well, um, we did a little bit of thinking. Yes, we did. We wanted to uh, throw something in, maybe before between. Uh, our next, you know, a numbered episode. And uh, we were thinking, you know, kind of merging collateral cinema and gaming once again. And uh, we'd like to go out to the movies and do uh, an episode on Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. 
Ooh. Which is going to be really exciting due to its, you know, controversy. It'd be interesting to see Jim Carrey in that role. It's yeah. going to yes. be really awesome. He's, oh, he's such a, oh, what's the word I'm looking at? He's just, he's so. Uh, he, charismatic? He's, he is charismatic, but he, I don't know. He, he's special. Jim Carrey is a special man. He can do anything. Oh, yeah. Although he may have some interesting personal beliefs, his mm-hmm. acting skills are, are phenomenal. I mean, from The Mask to fucking, I mean... Ace Ventura. Ace, Ace Ventura. Cable Guy. Bruce Almighty. I mean, he's he's fantastic. I'm not a real big fan of his more uh, serious roles. Yeah. Yeah, like those are kind of weird. The number 23. Number 23. Yeah. What the hell is what that? Was, have you guys seen that one? It's mm-hmm. like Dark Stories or whatever, where he's like a Russian cop in like mm-hmm. the Eastern mm-hmm. Bloc. No. Oh, it's so weird. But like The Mask and Ace Ventura, those are like, I mean, classics. I mean, amazing. It's American staples. There you go. America. It's right there next to Schwarzenegger. There you go. You guys forgot the Grinch stole Christmas. Oh, God damn. We did that on the podcast this Christmas. Actually. I don't that think that needs to be mentioned because he's the only Grinch worth mentioning. Ever. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they just came out with a new Grinch and it's not great looking. That's exactly he's why we prophet. said he's the only one worth mentioning. He's a false Grinch. He's a false Grinch. <laughs> It's such a waste of Benedict Cumberbatch's talent. I know, because Benny, Benny, man, he's such an amazing actor. But, um, but yeah, no, that that's what's coming up next. It's uh, Collateral Cinema X Collateral Gaming Collaboration Special Sonic the Hedgehog. Look forward to that. As for our numbered episode, what are we doing, Dakota? God of War, the new remastered God of War, the new game. Boy, new, new, not, new, remastered. not remastered. That's right, the new game, the new, it, new, totally renamed God of War. Boy, <laughs> went back, yeah, boy. boy. Um, I've been watching you play that game, and of course, like you said, you're ahead of schedule, so you already fucking beat that one, haven't you? I've or, I've, I've beat the main story, but the there's story. a lot more to do. Right. Well, that I'm one. Scared. Yeah, I've been watching him play that one, and man, I'm excited for that episode. Some awesome, awesome cinematic sequences in that one. Uh, so we're super stoked about that. Uh, we'll be doing God of War 2018, or also known as God of War 4, or God of War PS4, mm-hmm. or just God of War. Or just God of War, uh, centering on Norse mythology, featuring boy, boy, <laughs> boy. I'm a god boy. Yeah, this one is pretty interesting. Which, like you said, you know, we'll, we'll get more into it. But he has Norse a mythology. Son. He has a son. I'm a god boy. I'm a god boy. Anyway, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Um, you can also look forward to more from Collateral uh, Gaming this season. Um, we did actually just get some more. Uh, I'm in the process of uploading. <laughs> I released it on Instagram that I was uploading our uh, Zelda Let's Play uh, or portions of it, and, and it's actually not working, so it's not fully uploaded, but it's it's there. It's, it's happening. Um, so we're going to get more of our Let's Plays done, um, hopefully catch up on a lot of those. We'll also be expecting some more from uh, Collateral Cinema as well. Um, we should be doing our episode on Spawn on the Collateral Cinema movie podcast. If you're if you're not listening to Collateral Cinema, definitely um, you know you, you should be listening to where we came from, our parent podcast. Um, you can find Collateral Cinema where, Bo? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Chill Lover Radio, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Also, look for us on Patreon. We are looking for patrons right now. We start at one dollar a tier, and also give us a five star rating on. And also a review on Podchaser and on Apple Podcasts. That will help us uh, climb the ranks a little bit. S- same with Collateral Gaming. Yeah, honestly, double that for Collateral Gaming. I let him say all that spiel so I don't have to. Yeah, yeah but... Because Bo, Bo's my little vegan bitch. Bo, where'd you come oh, from? Wow. You came out of nowhere. <laughs> he was birthed by the mother, I mother was, stork. 
I was always here. I, I'm the chief podcaster here, so. You know. Alrighty, sure, sure thing. Yeah, podcaster. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Boomer. I sense some tension in the room. <laughs> uh, no, um, Bo was uh, in the background audio producing this episode, which we we're super thankful for because I don't know how to audio produce. Thanks, Bo. Thanks, Bo. Appreciate. No problem. So yeah, that goes double. You can find Collateral Gaming here. And also wherever you get your podcasts at, um, feel free to DM us on Twitter um, or on uh, Instagram or Facebook. Reach out to us. Go follow all our social media pages. Um, leave us a, a rating and reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Share it with your friends. Uh, tell your family. Make sure your grandma hears this podcast. Yes, sir. Oof. And we um, are not responsible for any cardiac arrests. There you go. <laughs> um, do you guys have any shout outs that y'all need? I mean, I don't know. Y'all have anything going on, but y'all want to shout out anything on here? Um, not that we can think of. Um, I know we're definitely going to be looking more into um, streaming or gameplay and things like that, as we were mentioning yes. earlier. Um, so definitely um, that down the road um, as we get more kind of integrated into the kind of social gaming platform kind of thing it's a little bit different playing with buddies and then streaming your yeah. gameplay to thousands of people so i know yeah. i like it i like it I, I feel that that's it's hard to transition from that. I'll, really I'll do a shout out to collateral gaming just allowing us on the podcast yeah Please. thanks for letting us on we're having a blast this is awesome so. no it was great to have you guys on um super it was a super great episode i think there was um never a dull moment no dead silence so that was awesome it, so yeah, uh definitely all are, are welcome on again and um, we'll uh, look forward to the future. Hey, we're down for Let's Plays. Bet. Let's, that, let's Plays. That's actually paid content, apparently. Yeah, that's our Patreon <laughs> content, and we're, we're working on it. But um, anyway, that being said, I'm Ashley. Ashley who? Ashley Skywalker. You dumbass. <laughs> God damn it. If I would have saw that coming out, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. You're drunk. I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. I'm Megan Gardner. And I'm Alan Gomez. This is Collateral Gaming, and we are out. Later. Collateral Gaming sucks. Collateral Podcasting is better.
Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators, are used for educational purposes only, and are fair use. Please don't sue us. We're poor.